you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Who's scruffy-looking? You might want to buckle up, baby. I just assumed it's a woman. Hello, hello, good evening, good day, ladies and gentlemen, creatures of the galaxy. Welcome to episode 128 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters here today on July 26, 2020. I am one of your special co-hosts here, Mr. James Jimmy Dice, and over here, my right-hand man over here in Manchester, not the UK, Mr. Ed Bossar. What's up, man? Hey, dude. I'm here. I'm happy. Um, somebody else is, is not here, though, and I think we know we, there might be a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're not Maybe. full on our normal two fellas from the UK over there, right? No, no, no. We have quite, we have quite the right balance. We have more of the US than there are of the UK. So over here, our jammiest of jammy dodges, all the way from Bristol, United Kingdom, the artist, Mr. Christopher Hall. How are you? Dude, you know I live nowhere near Bristol. I don't know why you do this every week. <laughs> What do you mean? Isn't it like 20 minutes away? No. Hmm. Hmm. Back to the Get Google Maps. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to check on this. I'm going to have to check on this. We are unfortunately without our other UK brat, Mr. Kevin Gobat. He is off on a way on special business of the New Republic. But you we are here. Please welcome our special guest this week from sunny Southern California, the host of The Sith List, Mr. Araj Dolashahi. Araj, thank you so much for joining us. How's it going, man? Great. Thank you guys for having me. And, and you nailed that last name, by the way. I was going to say, did he do it well? That's good. Yeah, he did it perfectly. He did better than I do. That's, hey. uh, that's huge. Really good. And by the way, the uh, also that intro... Is uh, I feel like I just came out of a fish concert or a Dave Matthews concert or something. I'm like slapping the bass, man. I love that thing. Yeah, it was fantastic. Dude, thanks, man. That was uh, that was my band, Mama's Boom Shack. Oh, I love that. Like like five or six years ago. Now it was a long time ago. But yeah, speed speed of soul. Ooh, well, you got a fan right here. It's fantastic. Awesome. Thanks, man. Well, folks, we'll be getting to know Mr. Raj a little later in the scruffy quick fire questionnaire. But first. The business of the Scruffy can send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, slash scruffypodcasters. We have a T Public website. As you can see through your audio medium, I am wearing this visual depiction of an excellent piece of artwork by Mr. Kev Garber. You can see it on our T Public site of a Jimmy Loves Thrawn, excellent royal blue t shirt put together, only twenty nine ninety nine. 
way overpriced, but I got it anyways, and it fits like a charm. So get yours today on the Tee Public website. You can check us out on Twitter at Scruffy Podcast. Myself, Jimmy Dice, at Hebert207. You can follow it at Scruffy at B. Kev never pastes anything. Cat KPG1974. Our boy Chris the Artist at Chris Hall Artist. And our man Araj the Sithless at The Sithless. You can also check us out on Instagram at Scruffy Podcast. Our boy Chris at Chris Hall Illustration. Check him out on Etsy for his amazing artwork that he has there, Black Sheep Rebellion. Search it all one word. We're going to be leaving reviews on iTunes. Where we're going to be leaving our reviews. We're going to have to be leaving, leaving reviews on iTunes. So we're giving a giveaway, art giveaway. Mm. Get us to 40 reviews on iTunes. All five-star one star, two star, three or four, ten stars, however many stars you want to put up. We hit the 40 reviews. We're going to find you. We're going to give you some free artwork. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Here we are, and uh, here we go, episode number 28. Excellent. So before we get into this quick fire questionnaire, Haraj, yeah. um, just give our listeners a bit of background on the Sith list, like what you do, how you started, how long you've been going, etc., etc. Yeah, we uh, well, we started. I believe now it's close to four years ago, three and a half years ago. Me and my brother-in-law decided to uh, record a podcast on the day of my wife's wedding shower um, here at my house. <laughs> I couldn't be at the house, so I went to his house and I said, "Hey, let's record a podcast just for shits and giggles." Awesome. And uh, and we normally, what my whole intention was to re- record and start a podcast. Kind of like you guys, because listening to you guys, it reminds me of us because you guys sound like you're having a blast. You guys are drinking, having a good time, and just shooting the shit. And that's exactly what my whole philosophy was for a podcast is make it feel like we're at a bar and debating about whether Han shot first or not. Or you know what I mean? Or why the last season of Game of Thrones wasn't that great. Uh, Something like that. We do that anyway, so let's just record it. So my uh, brother-in-law, we call him Boo. Um, we, uh, his name is Carlos, but we call him Boo. We sat down in front of a laptop, no mics, just we used the internal laptop uh, microphone. It sounded like it's awful, by the Amazing. way. It's just awful. <laughs> yeah, it's still out there, too. I, I always advise people do not listen to us until like episode 25 or something. Yeah, yeah, we sound but, awful, too, when we started it. No, you don't. You guys are good. You guys are good. Um, but yeah, we recorded and we for like 35, 40 minutes, and it was fun. And so we decided to do it every week, and then we haven't missed a week yet. And we brought on some great guest hosts like um you might have heard of eric struthers and and uh king tom chansky and then we have uh my other buddy les gonzalez so we have a group of five that come every week and we just uh we bring you the week in geek so that's what we've been doing we're on episode 207 now so we've been doing it Uh, for 207 consecutive weeks yeah thank you yeah it's been a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun we've made some amazing friends along the way so uh yeah we're just gonna keep trucking what what is it? How'd you feel after recording that two hundredth episode? You go out and you look at us like, dude, we have two hundred episodes of however many hours of yeah, it's crazy, right? Platinum. Yeah, yeah. What thought one hundred was going to be crazy? So two hundred has just been ins- it's just insane. We had some really cool guests. We had Haas Burkhardt from Blue Harvest and Steel mm-hmm. Saunders and Johnny nice. Grasso from formerly known Rogue One podcast. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, we had a good time. We had like eight or nine people on, but we had a blast. We just sat and drank and had fun and uh, just clowned each other and had a good time for our 200th. So. Sick, this, man. It's great. Congrats. That's Party. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. How is how's that uh, managing five people in a podcast? Yeah, it's I mean, rough. I, I deal it's with rough. four, so right. we all deal with <laughs> four. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. And then when you have guests on, so if we had we had the sisters sisters with sabers on, which is a brand new podcast, uh, and they had a, three people on, and we had five already on, so we had eight people total on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. It's uh, that's where editing comes in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you you so do all the editing, episode, is that right? Yeah, I do all the editing and I produce it all. That's when like a two-hour episode ends up taking three days worth of editing time because you're trying to make it sound good and yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that works out. You spend more time editing than you actually did recording the episode. Oh, oh every yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely <laughs> for sure. I can't get I can't get that silence gap shortened just <laughs> right to make it not sound awkward. James yeah, all about James is all about the gaps. It's like what? Oh, mind the gap, mind the gap. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. It's tough. <laughs> It is. Gotta mind the gap. I have PTSD with editing sometimes. And when now you know when you're editing and you hear the word um, or you hear the word like a lot, like like this, the wave stream. You wave. You recognize the waveform. So I can I can literally tell what an um looks like, and I just pick it out and throw it away. Pick it out and throw it away. It's crazy. All all the friggin' time when I see it on there, um, I was like, no, you motherfucker, you're out of here. Yeah. (laughs) You should. You should should see what Cap says. The word, uh, well, it's not even a word. The, the um is used so much in in everywhere. I'm talking about people that are, are the vice president. The, well, let's not say the president, but the, the vice president and anybody else use the word um. It, it's just everywhere in TV, society, actors use. And it's crazy how many people say um. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crutch, man. see it everywhere. It's like I hear it everywhere. It drives me crazy. And, and when you edit it out, it sounds so good. It's yeah, like, it for some, like you'd think it wouldn't like uh, everyone says it, but then you do it, you take it out. And I'm like, ooh, that is smooth. Um, it's nice. There it is. There is um, and then I will go. You know, yeah. So you know, I say so I, a lot. So 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 I say so a lot. So there it is. I go ah, uh, I go ah, uh, ah, uh, or whatever. Yeah. So. Anyway, it's it's funny you say about the ums because I once did some uh, presentation training at work, and the first exercise was you got to stand up in front of the group and talk about yourself for five minutes. And we thought that was the exercise, but it wasn't. The guy that was doing the training counted how many times we said um, and after five minutes he was like, "You realise you just said um 127 times? <laughs> by the end of this, by the end of this course, you won't say it when you do that same presentation again." <laughs> Right. Totally true. Yeah, and so you only have three hundred words. Person has like a catchphrase. Like car- my brother-in-law, he doesn't even know this. So if he's listening, he's gonna go, "What are you talking about?" He says and stuff like that uh-huh. after everything, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so God. I have to edit um and and stuff like that. You know how hard that is. To- oh my God, <laughs> that waveform is much harder to identify. Yeah, I can't recognize that waveform, but God. stuff like that. Oh. Love it, right? Raj, let's get let's get to know you a little bit better. So, we're going to do a little quick fire questionnaire. So, the idea is to answer these as quick as possible, but no one ever does. So, these all right. are all got a set of Star Wars related questions, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of something different at the end. So, you got it. Let's go. Let's do it. Favorite movie? Empire Strikes Back. Least favorite Star Wars movie? Phantom Menace. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> that was a dagger right into Chris's heart. We've never, we've, we've never had that answer. Damn it. <laughs> Favorite Star Wars TV show? 
Mandalorian. Yes. Um, do you read? Are you read the books? Yeah, read some of the books. Yeah. Favorite Star Wars book? All stars. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Heard. Jimmy's the reader on on this podcast. You like that one, Jimmy? Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. Lost Stars, I think, is one of my most favorites of the new canon novels. Amazing. Did you you read the uh, manga version as well? No. No. I heard it's great, though. It's it's so cool. It takes me back to eighth grade when I used to read all that that stuff. That's cool. Are you uh, you a gamer? I game. I mean, I'm not a gamer. I don't have the ER behind it, but I I game. (laughs) 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 Your favorite favorite Star Wars game? Oh, favorite Star Wars game would be oh Super Star Wars SNES. I still play it. I still have it. Sick. Wow, love that game. Favorite good guy or girl? Favorite good guy or girl? Oh, Han. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Chris? We got, we got a split split opinion on Han on the show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't let him take my daughter out on a date. Put it that way. Oh yeah, I wouldn't either. That's why I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite bad guy. Favorite bad guy. Ooh, ooh um, Maul. Ooh, nice. Too soon. Favorite. <laughs> I won't edit that out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> One of my favorite things about Star Wars is all the weirdos in the background. Right. So have you got have you got a favorite like weirdo that you see creeping around background character? Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not really a weirdo. It's the uh the Rancar pits uh the trainer, what's his name? The 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 main oh. guy that yeah, the guy that gets Ma- upset. Malik, Malik, right, uh, the guy that starts crying. I love that guy. Malakili. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. He's so passionate about his rank car. <laughs> He's so sad when it's he gone. He's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your least favorite character? Ooh. Hmm. I'm going to get shit for this. <laughs> it's Jar Jar. But not that I hate Jar Jar. I mean, I just think that he was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I like that. Unnecessary. I think, I think if it was written a little better... He'd be necessary, like for the That's kids. That's right. Kind of That's thing. right. Yeah. I just have problems with Santa Menace. If you La- can make Natalie Portman not be a good actress, there's problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Light side or dark side? Dark side. Ooh. So, what color would you say, baby? <laughs> I was gonna say light, ignite the brown, like Turbo did. <laughs> uh, I that. I want a clear lightsaber, man. Oh. <gasps> Ooh. Wait, mm. wow. But still, like, kind of visible? Or just like, invisible. invisible. Just kind of like oh. just the outer outline of it. But I, I love a clear lightsaber just to jack people up when they don't even know it's coming. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's like, smart. Cool, right. So we've obviously got, like, 3 million Disney Plus shows rumored. So <laughs> if, you, if you were in charge, what would you most like to see? Anything's on the table. Oh, okay. I would like to see. I would like to see a Tatooine heist show with Lando, with Han, with Chewie, and whoever else that's in the mix. Um, all the people that were in Solo that want to come back, it's fine with me. Just like a heist show that they're out there doing something for Jabba. Nice. Mm-hmm. Kind of like an Ocean's Eleven type. Yeah. Movie. Oh but, yeah. But uh, Star Wars. 
So I always follow that up with what actor or actress are you going to put in that TV show? But obviously we, we've got all those characters already. So is there anyone you'd like to see in the Star Wars universe? You know, there's a show that I've been watching that last, uh, my co-host put me on. Uh, it's called The Last Kingdom. And there's a the guy, the uh, main character, his name is Uhtred. Yeah, and every, time I look, every time I look at him, I go, this guy needs to be in Star Wars, man. He looks like a Jedi. He, he just has the look. Handsome as hell. Um, he's a pretty decent actor. He can swing a sword. What else do you need? I, I think that, that – and not a lot of people don't know, but it's a great show, by the way. If you're into Vikings and, and all that stuff, yeah. it's a really good show. It's underrated. I've seen That's it. Nuts. I've seen it like as an option, and I've been like, "Ooh, I should look into that." But then I, yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty good. Did you uh, do you remember Spartacus? Did you yes. guys ever watch Spartacus? Yes, yes. Mm, way back. Okay, I was a big Spartacus guy until the, unfortunately the guy passed away, and right. they brought the other guy in. But and have you guys seen Vikings? Yes, no, so it's a mix. Not, yeah. It's a mixture of those two shows. Okay, so if you like that kind uh-huh. of feel, you'll really like this. Yeah, nice. That's yeah, really good. Well, wow, I used to love Spartacus. Yeah, Spartacus was great, right? My favorite line from Spartacus was, uh, put cock in ass, I wish to finish. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brought me back with that line. You brought me back. <laughs> I'm just saying, just in general, he brought me back. <laughs> brought you back. Yes. Yep. Literally. It's, yeah. it's funny, I just started watching Last Kingdom. On a, I'm on episode three right now. Oh, cool. Cool, and, it gets better. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Uhtred of what, Bevenberg or something like that? Yeah, right. that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's nice. Cool. Right, so if my fellow Scruffies can indulge me just for a few minutes, Raj, yeah. um, while I've got you, I've got to talk about music because me and you share a love of uh, a certain band. Nice. <laughs> so, if, <laughs> if you don't mind, I've got a little Pearl Jam quickfire round. Oh, Lord. Even better. Yeah? How long have you been a fan? I've been a fan since 1992. Yeah. Um, I remember the first – I used to work at a music store. Uh, I worked at a music store for six years. My first job was working at a music store. So I remember getting that promo cassette. For all you youngins, cassettes are what used to be. Came out right after LPs and records. But you used to we people that worked there used to get at music stores used to get promos, and they used to like punch a hole in the skew of the cassette so you couldn't sell it. But I got a free promo. Nobody else wanted it. Took it home, listened to it, loved it. Haven't missed the tour since '93. Uh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Went to Brazil two years ago with my wife and a couple of friends to see them at Lollapalooza Brazil. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, best best show I've ever seen Wait, in my life. Where, yeah. where in Brazil is that? Was it? It was in uh, Sao Paulo. Sao, Sao Paulo, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. The uh, the Brazilian Pearl Jam fans are, they are intense. They're intense. They knew every word to every song. Some of them didn't yep. know how to speak English, but they knew every word. <laughs> it was amazing. The, one of the times I saw them at Hyde Park in London, and there was oh. a big, a big, like, Brazilian, like, gathering there. And I was like they're, talking to talking to them. They're like, yeah, yeah, we we just follow them all around the world. Like, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people yeah. from all over the world at that show. It's the first time traveling to see them. I've seen them in New Orleans and stuff like that, but not and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I won't. I won't edit it out. Yeah, yeah please don't. Edit it. Uh, but I, I, I've seen him all around the country here, but I've never gone out of the out of the country to see him. That was a crazy experience. It was great. That's awesome. Nice. Favorite album. Favorite album is probably Versus. Nice. I think, uh, what's yeah. yours? What's yours, Chris? I was going to follow it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it depends what day of the week you ask me. Yeah. Right, right, right. I think I like Vitology, but that's me. Yeah, yeah Vitology great too. Underrated. Those three are just. Well, how do you like the new album? That's the question. I, I really like it. Yeah, it's different. It's very talking headish. Some of the. Oh, I love that track. Yeah, yeah. That, that lead single, and I thought, yeah. I thought this is really different. Something. And I was yeah. hoping there was going to be more stuff like that on the album, but it's just that one song. It's just that one song. Um, favorite song? Oh, favorite song is Release. Nice. It's on. And the, the reason it's my favorite song, it's crazy. Uh, my dad passed away, I think it's eight years now, and we um, cremated him, and his dream was to be uh, put out in the ocean, in the Pacific, like in the Pacific Ocean. So we went oh. out on a boat with a bunch of people. It was like 30 people, and I blasted Release. Oh. while he was going down that's so and, yeah it was great and then the captain let me watch it in sonar until it hit the ground so we have oh, exact wow. coordinates and everything so yeah release means a lot to me and, and here's the craziest craziest thing i've never heard them play that live they've that's... never played that live for me like i've been at every damn show and i get the second show you know it's always oh they played it last night they're not playing it tonight that kind oh, of thing that sucks. that's insane because i'm literally gonna say it took me forever to see them. I didn't see them until 2009, and they opened with release. Release, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So at least I know right when they played the first song. Oh, not getting it tonight. All right. <laughs> so how many times have you, do you think you've seen them? Probably 12, 13 times in my life. Because right. you know they had a whole wall of not touring for a while. I um, mean, and, and the the shitty thing is, I had tickets to three shows this year. I had, mm. I had. Seventh row behind the stage. You know how they they're open, yeah. so they sell yeah. behind the stage. So yeah. I had seventh row behind the stage at the Forum. They're playing at the Forum in Los Angeles. I had Boondock seats at the next night at the Forum, and then they were playing this really small festival that Eddie Vedder puts on in Orange County called the Ohana Fest. Yeah, and yeah. it was going to be Kings of Leon, Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam. So they were going to play on different nights, mm. and the Pretenders, a huge, a great lineup, and it's a, a whole. The place holds probably. 13,000 people for a festival. So, yeah. So, yeah, this year was the year that I, I was going to see them three nights out of, you know, out of the tour. All three nights we were going to play around here. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that didn't happen. But it, it, at least it didn't get canceled. It got postponed. So, nice. we're still. When is it postponed till next summer? Next summer. Right. Do you think, <sighs> do you think next summer might be too early still? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Think, yeah I, think I think next think fall is like. Through- the like when we can start having mass gatherings again, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I guess with that being pushed out, do you think Celebration did a good job at pushing it at twenty twenty? Uh, three. Yeah. Two, In- initially, two. I was so upset that it was two years from now, but thinking of it now, yeah, absolutely, is a good idea. Because why risk it again, and why have to delay it one more time? Right. Let's just. There's no movies coming out. There's tons of shows, but at least some shows will be full on, ready to go, or actually on. Where totally. we can, I can't wait for that. By the way, that's right down the street from where I grew up and where I work currently. So I, we're gonna have a big old party at our place. So nice. get ready. So 2022, get ready, y'all. 
Yeah. Yes. Cannonball. Yes. No. Um, so, <laughs> me, <laughs> me and Kev were supposed to see Pearl Jam at Hyde Park two weeks ago to celebrate oh. to celebrate my 40th birthday, and that got cancelled. And then just this week, they rescheduled the whole European tour except the London date. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, what? what? That's well, happy birthday, by the way. Happy belated birthday. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, 40, how does it feel? Old. Yeah, I hear you, man. <laughs> I was just telling my wife, I, like, I, I, like I told you guys I went to the beach. I tried to drink like three beers in the sun. I came back home like with the worst headache in the world. I felt like I was hungover. I had to take a nap. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Was 35? 35 was a big one. Once 35 kicks, it's just like, yep. oh, yeah. Everything Once 35 slows kicks, right down. Yeah. Yep. And we live very close to Las Vegas, and Vegas is like pretty like three hours away from us. So we're, we, we go to Vegas a lot, probably like 12 mm. times a year. Mm. And Ooh, you're speaking see, Jimmy's language. Yeah. So, Jimmy, yeah, I'm a big Vegas. We have a timeshare on the strip. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Oh. But I could tell by the way how I'm getting old by my. A real, like rehabbing from Vegas the next day or the day after. I, I can't. I used to be able to do like day clubs and then go to a nightclub. Now it's like pick one or the other. It's not going to happen. Both is not going to happen. Either mm-hmm. I'm passing out right after the day club or I have to do nothing before the nightclub or, or a show or something. And then when you go to bed, it's like a mixed cocktail of freaking oh. a couple ibuprofen, a swig of Mylanta, some jelly well, they're, doing, they're doing IVs now. They, they have, they have uh, IV places where you go get set up and you just get an IV for the day. Ooh. I saw like the natural saline or the oxygen bars. Oxygen bars and that. the IV bars, yeah. I could try that. I could so try people, that. people don't realize that. when you're hungover, it's not just water you need. You also need salt. No. Salt right. helps pull the water into your body. This Ed the pharmacist right. talking. Pull the water into your body <laughs> and helps revive your cells that are and all that, drained. And that sack, that sack, that, that, yeah, well, that thing, the IV itself has saline in it, yeah, right? Yeah, it yeah, yeah. So that's why that's good, yeah. So Okay, good. I thought I wasted my money right there, Ed. I was like, shit. <laughs> are you a big dice guy? Play craps? No, no. Uh, well, I play craps, but I'm a big sports betting guy. Oh, I bet on a lot of sports. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we're we're right on the right on the verge of that here in Maine. They're just they're mm. they tried to vote it through, tried to vote it through. I think it's going to come back up again, but it's just like, come on. Yeah. I mean, not the hell that we're voting on anything right now, but <laughs> right, or, right, it's true. All right, I have a question for you, Raj. Now that you have a an infant in your house, would you still <laughs> take a casting call for Aladdin in a movie? <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent. I would one hundred percent. Take a casting call. I, I was going to cosplay as Aladdin at D23 this year, but oh, oh. it didn't happen. But, go and be like, Cause I have I, done it before. I went to Mardi Gras. I went to Halloween in New Orleans, actually, and I was uh, my wife was Jasmine. I was Aladdin, and I had a little Abu on my shoulder. A little monk. <laughs> I've, seen that, I've seen that photo. I've seen that photo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I would definitely do it, man. I would definitely. Hey, one of the coolest thing is, Watching Aladdin with my son, who he doesn't give a shit because he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just walking around shitting. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm just, I was just like watching Aladdin and watching him, and like it was a great moment. That and Star Wars on on uh, May the Fourth, uh, yep. watching the whole run with them was fantastic. It was great. It is good. You pull your kids in with the same, and they show enthusiasm. You're like, yeah, I like this. But yeah, um, yeah, I can't wait till he's old enough where he goes like. Like he points at something, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my my kids are He's loving good. the Jedi Temple Challenge stuff. Those, yeah, I've heard the, it's great. Yeah, I've watched yeah. one episode. Yeah, 
King Tom, uh, Tom Chansky said his kids absolutely love it. Yeah. You're going to you're going to have that special moment with your kid. You know, you'll be watching Star Wars and your your kid's going to your son's going to walk out to the TV and have that moment where it just grabs onto that character, right? Cuz every kid has that character and he's mm-hmm. going to go up there and point at the TV and go, "Cha-cha." Oh. <laughs> that would be my luck. He's going to step in like a pile of dog shit or something. One of my dogs. <laughs> Cha-cha. That'd be awful. Oh man! Don't wish it away, guys. Because oh, you know, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm oh, not yeah, saying. No, like, yeah, yeah. I like Ahmad. I, and whatever, man. Jar Jar is cool. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. hating on. Dude, Jar-Jar my girls love Keller and Beck. They're like, then when they say they don't say Jedi Temple Challenge, can we watch another Keller and Beck? I was like, yeah, that's cool. You know that's his name. Cool. Yeah, um, that's cool. I blew their minds saying he was the same voice as Jar Jar, though. They were like, oh, what? that's <laughs> really cool. I'm so happy for him, by the way. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, seems like a really cool gig. Good mm-hmm. gig. Bring I think I up. tweeted something about him, and he liked the back and responded, "Thank you, really appreciate it." I was like, oh, "That's cool, man." Yeah. Even though I don't yeah. like your character, it's real cool. <laughs> well, it's okay to not like a character. That's right. It like, no, it's yeah. your least it's like favorite. Crap. It's your least favorite. Yeah, it's my least favorite. It's like fashionable to say you like him, even though you really don't. Because I know like ninety percent of you don't like his goddamn character, but you, it's fashionable to say you like him now because you don't want to hate on him. I get it. I get it. That's very progressive hipstery of you. Thank you. It is. I live in LA. You know, so I'm I got a sunny Southern California. Yeah. Exactly. Anybody else have questions for Raj? I guess one of the, speaking of games, uh, are you going to get uh, X-Wing Squadrons when that shit comes out, Paul? I am. I am. I'm probably going to get it and not play it because I still have Battlefront 2 in my Xbox. And I loaded the update, that which was like 2.5 gigs. Never played it. Still in there. Uh, I just don't have time, man. Either I'm editing, I'm recording, or I have a kid. You know, yeah. I just... Uh, or you being the dad. Dude, I am 100% with you. I Dude, bought like- myself a Jeep. I'm trying to fix my Jeep up like this, like... It's my life now. Yeah, that's heard. Heard. Understandable. That's for sure. But I love the games. Like the uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I went online. I didn't buy the game, but I went online on YouTube and I just watched all the cutscenes like it was a movie. Mm. What an epic, yeah. epic uh, game that is. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that do go through them. They'll rewatch. Like someone will take all like the hot HD uh, cutscenes and just string them all together, and you realize that's like an hour and a half sometimes yeah, for like some of movie. these games. Yeah, it's it's fucking awesome. Sometimes awesome. I like enjoy. I like I I spend. I get more enjoyment over watching this on YouTube than actually playing the game. Sometimes because I oh no, I just want the story. Give me the story. And these games are canon, correct? Now, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you you better be watching them and trying to figure out what's going on. Well, you know, well that's a whole separate topic about what's canon and not canon. I guess. <laughs> right. Don't it's not. Even, no, no. Well, this won't go there. Move along. Move along. <laughs> Uh, just, fucking, just fucking rebel, James. Talk about it. <clears throat> no, I'm kidding. Um, we will rebel though. So yeah, let's move on. To, yeah, to... let's move on to our weeks in Star Wars. Anybody have a big week? Uh, yeah, not not a big, not as big as last week, obviously, because it was my birthday and I got showered with some good gifts and <laughs> some some shit, but that. Hopefully that's getting rectified. You call uh, my stickers uh, shit. Oh no, they were awesome, Jimmy. They were awesome. 
That's vintage. That shit's vintage right there. Kev's not on to def- defend himself, though, is he? So, uh, but yeah, I did get some 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 presents turn up late. Um, I got an awesome gift come from Australia, Australia, nice. uh, from former guest and recent guest of the Sith List, uh, our boy Matthew Turbo Thurban. Oh, Turbo, yeah. um, Thurban. sent, what sent me a gift. Well, I'm not going to say what it is because. I'm led to believe that he's sent the same thing to Dave Strutt. But Dave's not got it yet, so I don't want to spoil what it is. <laughs> I hope it's not anything like his lightsaber. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> well, on that on that subject, so my, my brother made me the Ignite the Brown t-shirt, which I talked about last week. Um, and it, it because, because of COVID and lockdown, I've talked about this before, I've been... Um, indulging overindulging on the beer and the food and this t-shirt doesn't fit so my my brother sent me my brother sent me another one so the one that he originally got me might be on its way to australia (laughs) oh that's heard um and then our buddy graham he got me the what Kev got the other week, you know, the double vinyl, double picture disc vinyl of Rise of the Skywalker. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's my week in Star Wars. Just um, I know I always have a little Jackson story, but it just made me laugh. Arrived saying that like he, he walks around after Malak like shitting himself and stuff. But mate, if that's all you've got to worry about, then just cherish these days because. Yep. <laughs> It gets, my little boy. It gets right. more like in your head. Yeah, my little boy's just turned six, and he is. Oh, that's awesome. He's a right little fucker at times. <laughs> what he did, what I had to do yesterday, right? We've got locks on our bathroom doors, <laughs> upstairs and down, but they're not like padlocks. They're like part of the handle. All right, but it doesn't lock the lock. It locks the handle. If that makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't turn. So what is? He's been doing the locks on the outs inside and then pulling the door to. So you can't, oh. get, in, you can't get in the fucking doors. They're all oh. locked. <laughs> oh. mistake. I had to spend an hour yesterday drilling through the keyholes <laughs> <laughs> so I could get into the freaking bathrooms in the house. Oh my god. <laughs> you gotta give credit though. That's for a G though. That's pretty gangster. Good for him. <laughs> Wow. The old dick always comes out of these little. It wasn't me. It's like you it can't you can't think of this shit until it like favorite, happens. And yeah, my favorite excuse of it wasn't me was um, one time I looked out into the backyard, and we've got this. We had this sand pit at the time, and all the sand was on the garden, <laughs> not not in the pit. And I was like, "What's what's happened here?" But uh, it wasn't me. It was the wind. <laughs> it was a hurricane that just blew in the uh the game by the sandbox. So I always oh, do it's become a thing now in our house whenever there's anything. I'm like, Oh I suppose it was the wind <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. Yeah, so that's me. Um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh my week is pretty simple. I got one thing. It was something my parents sent to me that they had from when I was a kid, um, it's a it's a little notebook, stars notebook I had when I was in high school. Cool, man. 
There's Yoda knitted on the front there. It's, That's right. it's a mead. It says Star Wars down the back. The binder on the side. It's got Velcro open. And it's like... It. You got like, like you know, little bits of Star Wars stuff with, with dividers that, like, you know, you have galactic events and you have a calendar thing and you have assignments. I have English, French, that I wrote shit. <laughs> Physics. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is a blast from the past when I'm reading it. And then um, my friends from high school in there written with their phone numbers. And, you know when you had to write phone numbers down? Like yep. writing and oh, shit? Yeah. yeah. Remember mm-hmm. all that? Yeah. Anyway. First step to memorization. <laughs> and um, future adventures, little notepad there. Star says notepad Star Wars. I might use this actually. Take it out. But uh, the, the cool thing is in the sleeve in the front, I was like, oh, there's a CD in here. Oh, I thought you were going to pull out a condom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, high school was a busy time. No, um, right. It was a. It's a CD-ROM for Macintosh. Oh wow! That, that is a compact disc for those of you who are real Linda. Right. <laughs> for Rebel Assault. Rebel Assault. Oh wow! That brings me back. That's, that's a relic. Yeah, it is. So that was a nice little surprise in there. I didn't realize was in there. Because he's like, that's cool. You know, you're on the phone with your parents. And they're like, we have this thing. Yeah, send it over. Send it over. It's for the computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that, that that's was cool. my uh, week in Star Wars. Got a little thing from my blast from the past from my childhood. Oh, that's heard, man. Very that's cool. cool. Jim? Jimmy? Yeah. yeah, sure. Well, two weeks for me. Um, but uh, to be honest, nothing really has happened. I've just been doing a lot of reading. Uh, Dawn of the Jedi, and also rereading um, Michael Stackpole's Rogue Squadron. After doing the Shadowfall review, I want to reread Rogue Squadron just to kind of compare the two different writing styles because I am super, again, as people know, I'm really into Star Wars Squadrons when that comes out, even though I've missed both episodes that we've actually officially talked about it on here, so it's like I'm a fake fan. Um, <laughs> but I just I can't wait to get that VR set up. I want I want to play that game to its maximum potential. Oh. But speaking of Starfighters, I, it did inspire me again. Shadowfall to go out and purchase an X-wing miniatures 2.0 from Final Fantasy games um, or Fantasy Flight games <laughs> uh, B-wing because that's the foldable collapsible S foils for uh, which oh, yeah 1.0 does not have and you know I'm really not a B-wing fan to be honest never have been it's a cool kind of awkward starship kind of like that sail looking weird Are thing and yeah, <laughs> shit just looks like shit like how is this aerodynamic it's not uh, but <laughs> ever reading Shadowfall and now having Chaz the Shattuck one of my new favorite characters because she reminds me of Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica oh Starbuck inspired I was inspired by this viewing yeah she this character in Shadowfall Chaz and Shattuck slightly alcoholic uh, mm-hmm. a little promiscuous like almost slept with one of their squad mates openly like pansexual style like just a complete wreck listens to Narvath uh, Shutter Rage music when she mm-hmm. flies to battle on nice. her on her B-wing and stuff like that. So yeah, just kind of a cool chick. It's like ah, this reminds me of Starbuck. Like complete badass, slight complete wreck. But yeah, that's kind of been my week in Star Wars. I've been slowly just kind of gathering my stuff together. I want to I want to get my Twitch account all up and running now that I have my my new computer here and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, Ed and I we played some Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yeah, we're on Narshada. 
doing some, you know, the, Star Wars. The Vegas out there. of Star Wars. Yeah, cool. the Vegas of Star Wars. I'm like, ah, I just feel so good here. I'm a big craps player. I built a craps <laughs> table in my basement. Oh, right on. That's um, cool. Oh, yeah, I got the, the dice. I got the felt. I got the, the alligator alligator uh, backing and all that. Anyways, side story. So you're, not, you're not one of those guys that goes and plays the bubble craps that you sit down. You seen those <sighs> in Vegas? I, you know, you know. They're fun. If you're like, yeah, I play something to do. If you're just looking for something to do for ten yeah, minutes I with too. a friend that does not know how to play craps, you can just like kind of teach them. Yeah. And right. Just put like seventy five dollars on the don't pass and just wait for that to hit every time. Yeah, and get free drinks. Mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I messed up. That's heard. So yeah, that's my week in Star Wars. Really nothing too uh, too crazy, but uh, yeah, heard and seen. So so Raj, what's your favorite Starfighter? Because we were just talking about the B wing. Do you have one? Um, Falcon. Does that count as a Starfighter? Uh, it's like a no, it's starship. Really. Starship. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than the Falcon, the X-wing, man. The X-wing yeah. is yeah. just badass. It's just such a great, great uh, well, design. Not to be a real nitpicker, but do you That's prefer a... the cut or uncut Falcon? <laughs> uh, the so you're saying be, with the what is okay um, the which one's the cut the X is the cut or when it's like just well, the, no 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 we're talking the, the Falcon the Matt oh the Falcon. Falcon oh the Falcon yeah, I'm sorry not the, the X wing oh yeah. the cut or the uncut oh the the uh, one with the foreskin or the <laughs> circumcised one oh no I, that's yeah. what he's getting at yeah, yeah. no 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 I don't like the, uh, the like the solo one right you're saying yeah, 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 yeah. that's, yeah. that's yeah. the uncut version yeah no I'm definitely. Definitely a circumcised Falcon guy. Yeah, nice. cool. Nice. for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah, actually, it's a lot cleaner. You don't get infected. You know. I don't know. The inside's way cleaner. No. Anyways, uh, moving along here. Actually, I wouldn't know. I don't know why I would know. Um, yeah. Arash. Sorry. Um, Delivered to real. Yeah. Uh, your week. Uh, it can be like a recent thing because you're not on. Yeah, yeah. It's. Week, uh, I, yeah, I didn't get anything this week, but. What was uh, interesting is my wife got because she's really into the. She's not a huge Star Wars fan. Now she watches everyone that I watch, and she's into it and pretends to like it. Uh, but she's really into the Mandalorian. She loved Mandalorian, and obviously she loved the child, the Baby Yoda. And so when the Baby Yoda stuff came out on Amazon, or or when Lucasfilm finally released the stuff back in the day, remember the craze that it was when they, they released it? She ordered something through Amazon. She told me she got a Baby Yoda. She can't wait to get it. She got it for Malik, which is my son, and it's going to be great. He's going to love it. So it finally came like two weeks ago. I mean it took three months to get. So she was like tracking, and it finally came, and I just want to show you what the hell that I got. <laughs> this is the fucking Baby Yoda. <laughs> this fucking Baby Yoda that she got is literally one inch long, and it has like that froggy character that's a millimeter. I don't even know what you do with this. It's like the Black Series Baby Yoda that is the size of a fucking ant. We had an. We had an. Are you, I said, you we had an. Are you this kidding is what me? You paid thirty bucks for. Yeah, we had an. Are you kidding me about this, right, Chris? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's fucking brilliant. Kev, Kev got it, and he's like, <laughs> open this giant box in this tiny. Right, it was thing. huge. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. I thought she got me the actual like life size version of Baby Yoda. I said, Mike, our baby's gonna die choking on Baby Yoda. <laughs> That is a choking hazard. That's right. It's probably a warning on it, too. Oh, that's great. Yeah, definitely a warning. Choking hazard. <laughs> Year four plus. Nice. So that's my week. That's good, though. That's a good one. Black Series. Yeah. Although we have had issues with them lately. But anyway. Yeah. 
It is cool looking. I mean, if I was a Smurf, maybe I'd be into it. <laughs> right, but, right. But I'm an adult human being, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that fucking thing. <laughs> well, if Kev were here, he would say, well, you leave it in the box. You just leave it in the box. Are you going to open exactly. it? Perfect, just the way it is. That's exactly what I'm doing. Kev is not that posh, Jimmy. <laughs> we don't Kev leave the fucking box. Here, yeah. take uh, the box. That's like, like, it's like a sent you a message via voicemail. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was me. That was yeah. a classy, classy voicemail, man. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I felt the uh, adagio for strings by Samuel Barber was in this a nice, yeah. you know, thematic. How long did that uh, take you, Jimmy? Uh, I must have tried that thirty times. <laughs> oh, that was you, Jimmy. You said that? Yeah. Oh shit! Are okay. we talking about the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the same yeah. thing. I, I thought somebody else. Said, That's fantastic. That was. Really oh no! Good. Yeah, yeah. That was why I felt bad. I couldn't be here because you know my kid turned one on the same day. So you know I kind of had to choose, and I was really almost kidding. No, I'm kidding. Bad choice. Back. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Never bad. Choice. All right. Um, we ready for B more Leia? Yeah. Let's do for it. That? All right. You can play that music now, Ed. All right. I'll Another play. I'll now play the music when it needs to be played. <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a segment called Be More Leia and uh, it's where we read a page from the from um, from the book and it's written by Christian Blovelt and we are currently in the chapter Defining Your Goals hmm yes so here we go this page is entitled Ask for Help if you need it oh Kev needs to hear this yeah I know it's like I was like you know he's not gonna listen as well (laughs) He's not going to listen. No. He never listens. No. We can shit on him as much as we want. Yeah. <laughs> so it says, no rebel ever brought down a whole empire by herself. Any big change you're fighting for requires the time, skills, and advice of many. You'll need contributors to raise money for a deserving teen's college tuition, volunteers to clean up your local park, maybe an aging hermit, to escort your R2 unit past watchful Imperial eyes. A team is always stronger, a stronger force for change than someone fighting solo. And the quote with it is from uh, Leia herself. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Hmm. Is it though? (laughs) (laughs) Like, look, Luke, Pretty much took down the whole place by himself. I mean, he had mm. been helping him for about four hours before he did it. But <laughs> if it wasn't for Luke and you know, they'd be screwed. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not, sh- I'm not shit on the quote. I'm but that's, but that's that. still a team thing. It's not just her. So she just needs Luke. She yeah, needs that's Obi-Wan. true. Han swooped, yeah, Han swooped in. Yahoo kid, blow this and go home. You're right. You're right. And Leia started it all. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Um, she was the driving force, asked Obi-Wan led her to Luke, or led Luke to o- Leia, whatever, you know what I mean. And, right, and uh, the whole Rogue One crew led her to, yeah, no, you're right, you're yeah. right, it's a domino effect. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think she's like. trying to uh, think she's trying to do a similar thing with Poe Dameron? You kind of see that a lot in the Last yeah. Jedi, where you, she's really trying to listen. We need leaders, not mm-hmm. heroes, not dead heroes, especially. You know, like you can't take down an empire by yourself, despite what Dak says. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Hashtag need, remember you Dak. Need, you need, yeah, you need you need help. Um, you, mm-hmm. you need you need help. You need support, but you need. Like you need that organizational structure to get people together. Like you need leaders to inspire people to get them all together. You know what I mean? All that stuff. Um, 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 um and um. so, um, <laughs> and stuff like that. And stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I, th- I feel like there's a little bit of this also shown in the Last Jedi. They tried and rise of Skywalker. They, again, that's a whole separate conversation that we've had a multitude of times. But I think that's kind of where they were going with her character is oh, yeah. you know, teaching next generation like Poe, Ray, Finn, y'all motherfuckers got to step up and let's go. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I've, I've been listening to uh, Resistance Reborn on audio book thing. And uh, Maz, I don't know if you've read the book, but Maz is giving Poe that kind of uh, mentorship as well in a mm-hmm. little different kind of way. But yeah, that's happening. Yeah, because he lands on that whatever it is planet thing. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, atmos- <laughs> the planet that has no atmosphere. That's weird. That yeah. has no and land. She's just or there. Yeah. yeah. And she like shuns him or something. He's like, What the fuck? What do I do? Well, and then like, Well, that's the. The thing you you assume that like he went to her, so she's automatically just going to jump in bed with him, figuratively speaking, and ride off into this rebellion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or resistance rather, where it's just not that easy. Like you have to earn it. You have to be a leader to inspire that in people, and eventually you see that she does come around because she's in Red Skywalker and all that. Yeah, you guys read. So you guys have read that book, correct? Yes. So. Yep. Where I'm at, I just finished that chapter, but that place, that planet that they're in, that they're on, uh, that has the all kinds of like like psychedelic, like they're doing shrooms and shit. I don't know. There's some weird shit that they're doing. Maz is doing over there. But yeah. she says something about put this on your face. It's supposed to help you with your skin and not have you age. Have you seen Maz Kanata's face? Is she actually <laughs> using these products? Because <laughs> – she looks old as shit. She's really I, maybe she learned by tri- trial by fire, right? I don't know. Yeah. She looks maybe. like the face is on fire, right? It's just not good. It's not good. Maybe she is Yoda's race, and she used this sort of self-preservation. That's why she looks so good in, in The Last Jedi Rise Skywalker. This motherfucker's like 2,000 years old. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe, yeah. If, if she's two thousand, that's not bad though. Yeah, you're, you're very right. you're very kind saying that might be right because I was, no, I Kevin Kevin Chris is just like what the fuck is Jimmy talking about? Okay, good. I thought you were dead on <laughs> on something. I was like, this is good for the skin. It helps you not age. Or so she was like, really? There was, there was yeah, there were a couple there were a couple scenes there. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I want to see more about her character. I want to learn more about her, you know, her backstory. I mean, I'm sure we'll get something about it eventually. But man, she's a very Seemingly complex character, very yeah, neutral, gray. You know, yeah, she's really great. And it's interesting on the audiobook, they play the Force theme a lot when she's around. If you noticed, mm. and we know that there's no contact lenses in Star Wars world, obviously, because uh-huh. of, uh, she should be using some. <laughs> <laughs> so you right? do you do audiobook for a lot of your stuff? Yeah. Well, I used to do a lot of audiobooks because I have an hour drive from work and back, so I was like, I might as well just do audiobook. But yeah, I love, I love listening to audiobooks, and 
the sound effects and all that stuff. It, the, what we do on the Sith list, we do a lot of audio stuff, like put in and sound bites and sound effects. And I've always, since I was a kid, I used to take road trips with my dad and listen to um, old radio dramas for hours on end. So I grew up listening to radio dramas. So I love uh, um, when audiobooks have like proper <laughs> sound oh, yeah. effects. Just, Star Wars seems to have sense. really good ones too. They're van- like, yeah, they're really good at it. Really good at it. And the old school radio dramas were the best, the Star Wars ones. Empire, until I got the Jedi and John Lithgow being Yoda wasn't very good, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I I don't do too many audiobooks. I'll listen to podcasts and like other stuff. I I like to, I like to uh, use the biro. You can't undo the biro, so to speak, and write in my books and highlight stuff and shit, which drive, you know, characters crazy. No, that's Um, cool. But uh, yeah, no, that, that I can I can see having the right audio person for you know for that voice because that's a big deal. You imagine what these what these uh, people are in your head, and you really hope they match up. Yeah. yeah, I heard the Afro one that just came out. I bought it. I heard that one's just done straight as a radio drama with different. There's like nine different actors in it, and it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, nice, that's cool. Yeah, well, I thank mean, you, you, Leia. Can, yeah, you can listen to our podcast and hear stuff like this. Taken by that trombone right behind uh, you. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the I thought that was the Popeyes chicken theme song in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the new Return of the Jedi special edition song. Oh, that's clearly that really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There it is. Yeah, we have I have that one too. <laughs> but that was actually played by Jimmy, so that's fun. Um, that's really cool. So now's the time when we go to our Are You Kidding Me segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say, Are you kidding me? So let's fucking do it. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it worked well. Sorry, I can't wait for us to do a Star Trek Voyager podcast episode someday. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. It's it's great. It's great. We're going to be trans. We're going to be transported across universes here to the Star Trek Voyager realm. Uh, We're also going to be taking a trip back in time to uh, 1994. Uh, So. This is from our friends over at Fanthatrax. I, I checked this out. I just absolutely awesome. Um, when Harry met Harry, how Harry Kim almost ran over Han Solo. So Ooh. apparently back in 1994, Star Trek Voyager actor Garrett Wang, best known for playing the eternally innocent ensign Harry Kim, talks about he almost ran over his fellow uh, star Harrison Ford. Quote, I'm actually speeding around the parking lot, and I come across this one bend, and this guy in a suit walks between two cars right in front of my car, so I slam on the brakes. You know, when you almost have an accident, your heart is beating in a thousand times a minute. I lock eyes with this dude in the suit, and it's Harrison Ford. I look at him, I go, oh my god, I almost killed Han Solo. I would have been hated by nerds everywhere. (laughs) You would have been. So if Ensign Harry Kim wasn't annoying enough in Star Trek Voyager, we really would have been pissing on him if he had ran oh over Harrison God. Ford. So there you go. There's our Star Trek Star Trek Star Wars crossover for the meet for the week. Are you kidding <laughs> you, me? Can you imagine the where the rivalry would have gone from there? 
Especially uh, Star Trek fans and Star Wars fans. Oh, dude, dude, it's already it's been a toxic level since Star Trek and Star Wars were created. Yeah, you want you want to hear a little quick story of uh, my experience with some Star Trek fans? I have no yeah. hate for Star Trek, but I lo- I, I'm I'm not into Star Trek, but I respect mm-hmm. it. Uh, this might be one of the reasons why I. Phantom Menace is one of my least favorites. So back in the day when there weren't pre-sale tickets for movies, you had to wait in line hours on end. You had to camp out for a movie like Phantom Menace was there for like 24 hours before the movie started. You guys remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're in line. It was 3 a.m. And these g- g- truck rolls up and they scream out, scream out, fuck Star Wars. Star Trek forever, and they threw eggs at people oh, in line. So the Trek, wow. yeah, the Star Trek fans started egging the Star Wars fans that were waiting and camped out. <laughs> so that's my uh, Star Trek. Savage. Wow. Savage. Wow. Yeah. What a bunch of dinks. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Awful. I'd be like, dude, don't be such a dink. Come on. That's not the worst. Fair. I'm a Star yeah, Trek fan, too. Like, come on. I know. We actually we did a uh, we did an offshoot episode review of the uh, season of Picard or the show of Picard. Oh, yeah. so. I've heard good things about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, a, there's a lot of lot of lot of interesting things going on in there. A lot of di- dynamic different directions. So yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's very cool. Anxious to see what season two brings us. So so yeah, thanks Harry and Sid Kim, dumbass. Can you imagine though, just like nearly running someone over and you look up and it's fucking Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like, what do you do? You shit your pants. And I assume this was before The Force Awakens, so, like, we wouldn't have Han Solo. In... I'm just saying, like, I don't know. This like, was back was... in 94, yeah. so the only bright side of this would have been it could have saved us from Kingdom, Return of the Kingdom, Crystal Skull, or whatever the hell that Indiana Jones movie was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could, have saved, we could have been saved from some unnecessary Shia LaBeouf in that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like him in that. I liked no, I liked I Harrison know. in it. Honestly, I thought he did a pretty yeah. good job for his age and everything. Uh, it was yeah. good until the end. That was the stash. It was not good. Yeah, I don't know. When the aliens appeared, I was just yeah. like, "Oh shit!" There's and, aliens, and it's like real aliens. Yeah, they're real aliens, and they look like what you would think an alien would look like, like in 1975. You know, like Close Encounters or something. <laughs> they look like Mars attacked aliens. I was like, oh. I'm really going that route. The uh, big head and the gangly arms and stuff. I was like, yeah, oh, like come uh, on. be more original here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon lands. And then, no, anyway. A little <laughs> crossover there. Um, cool. Yeah. So, are we ready for the news? We just got a few little things and then we're good to go. First should, of all, first of all, the films, oh no, the films are being moved back to 2023. The, the next Star Wars film. Which I was like, not surprised. I was expecting it, or I was kind of like expecting it to be in 2023 anyway. I was like, okay, why is this news? But there you go. This makes sense. Avatar's also been pushed back. I mean, that's the story of Avatar right now, right? It's just always being pushed back. Listen, so, I'll believe another a sequel year? movie when I see it. <laughs> what you, what, 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 what Avatar kind of 2. A sequel. I'll oh, believe sequel. it when I see it. I don't care Avatar about Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll believe yeah. it when I see it. Right. Yeah. Right? I've I, seen Ferngully. I don't need to see a sequel forever. Ferngully. <laughs> so, so didn't, wasn't Bob Iger and everybody saying at Chicago last year, it was like, we're taking a break. We're not going to be making any movies or shows for a while. So, 
button up, kids. We're just going to be hanging out here. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, we already knew this was going to kind of happen anyways, but I think maybe it just gets shifted a little bit more because of all the COVID stuff. And also, like, what's a break to him? Like, two years or three? Like, to us, it's like five, maybe. Like, we wanted three to five, or I don't know. But apparently years to him, it's, yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. This might be a good thing, man. Yeah. This might be just a good thing to reset. Not reset the way that the franchise is going, but just to take a little quick break and well, not a quick break, a long break now, but just take a break and just feel like we want star Wars again. We want, obviously all of us want star Wars again. I'm just talking about the common folk, the mm-hmm. the people that yeah. will go see it on opening night and then maybe take their mom and dad the second time. We'll see it nine times or 10 times or whatever the hell it is. But the, yeah, those kind of uh, fans to yeah. just, Take a deep breath and go. Oh man, I miss seeing Star Wars in the theater. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the fans yeah. that the showed casual, up, the, the casual fans, the fans that showed yeah. up to Solo and was like, "Where's Ray?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, prayer. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly I didn't right. know. I didn't know they recasted Ray's character as Khaleesi. <laughs> yeah, what's Khaleesi doing in here? Where's the dragons? Why is Vision in here? I don't get it. <laughs> you know, I, I, you guys say what you want to say. If we did a top ten relist right now, so it would be number one. I'll tell you what. I want it's my. This is going to be controversial. It's one of my favorite Lucasfilm, new Lucasfilm Disney era Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah. I Solo. absolutely love Solo. I absolutely love Solo. It's such a fun, rip roaring, good time. Yeah, just it just you walk out. I walked out of theater just smiling. The the uh, Easter eggs and the the fan service was done well. I, I, I don't get why people freak out over it because it Seriously, didn't make man. it didn't make a billion dollars. Oh well, it didn't make a billion dollars. Yeah, right. it met all my nice. expectations for a non force lore kind of movie. It met all of my like, I loved it. Oh yeah, me too. Don Donald Glover was, gonna be, was, it was gonna be safe. Oh dude, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh nice segue. <laughs> I, did, I did that for you guys on that one. I knew that was coming. Although, Chris, what do you think about movies being pushed back? Oh, but it ain't no th- Mate, I waited 14 years to get a new Tool album. I don't give a fuck about waiting another year for a Star Wars film. I don't give a fuck. End quote. Take as long as you need. As yeah. long as Ryan Johnson gets that trilogy, I'm cool. Mm. Yeah, and right. it's going to be great for celebration 2022 because they're going to be hopefully filming or something. It's going to be out like hopefully months and months later, but they're going to be deep into it. So maybe we'll yeah. get a sizzle reel or something, yeah. whatever it is. Ooh, yeah. If um, can I before we before we do that news transition, can I ask one question? Yeah. What do you think the big reveal was going to be at celebration this year, and has it been leaked already? I, I you want me to go? Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Oh. Uh, I think it was going to be two things. I think it was going to be Hayden, and I think it was going to be Donald Glover. The Glover one, it was I, mm-hmm. the place. Well, Hayden place when it went nuts. Yeah. But nobody's expecting Donald Glover. Hayden has been rumored for the last three or four movies to show up somewhere, right? But right. Glover and Solo, and the way that the amount of money that it made, and Donald Glover being so busy, um, I couldn't believe uh, when Noah <laughs> Noah told me that, and I said, "You're lying." And he's yeah. like, no, I'm not lying. So I'm dropping it tomorrow. I said, no, dude, you're lying. He's like, no, they're pretty much back in a Brinks truck up to his house, and they're just going to give him oh, yeah. anything he wants. <laughs> Dropping money. Like, yeah. Holy crap. 
Yeah. So if and then seeing, oh. seeing all the other trades pick it up was the coolest thing, you know. Yeah. Watching like variety and, and not citing who lighter. broke it and yeah. Yeah, anyway. it was so cool. Um, so if you're wondering what I was just talking about, so there's a, a Noah Outlaw at no Outlaw awesome. Noah, and they're uh, with um, Corey. I can't remember his last name. It's, it's, he's at. At Corey Wolfpack underscore Wolfpack, um, they do Kessel Run transmissions. They said that Donald Glover will come back, reprising his role as Lando in a future Star Wars TV series, Disney Plus kind of deal. And I, you know, obviously went into the back room and let out some warm spray in the corner and a little, little oil of Olay. Yep, I was super happy. I'm, I'm like, oh. Thank God. I mean, this all. This is what we need, right, guys? Thank this is, God. This is what we need. It's this what you can hate on this, right? Like who can hate? Hurrah! Look at that shrine over Ed's shoulder. <laughs> I saw it earlier. It's amazing. <laughs> this guy's That's amazing. Really cool. Obviously, you're gonna make a TV series about him. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> so, so, how'd you feel about this, Ed? I fucking love it, and I have two questions for you guys about it. When is it going to take place, and will L3 be in it, which is also part of when, I guess. So will he have the Falcon also? That's the other thing. Like, because he loses the Falcon to Han. If it's after that, it's him without L3 and the Falcon. And what would you want? After before. Yeah, those are exact same questions I brought up on our podcast. That's a tough one, because if we do it after he loses the Falcon, we have a chance to see Chewie and Han. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way. Yep. And obviously, if you do it before, you don't. But we do see L three. So, mm-hmm. but she's extremely busy as well with flea bag and all that stuff. Yeah. Ah, it's a tough one, man. Yeah, I, I'm just excited the fact that Billy D. I don't know if you guys heard, but Billy D. Might be in it as well. Ooh. Oh man. Oh, they do so like they, a so like a current time, like sit down in yeah, a bar so, and be like, well, this is "What happened exactly, with me?" Exactly. Oh, Calrissian Chronicles. Yeah. So he stops the show. Exactly. Oh, yes. He's doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. It's going to be him watching himself as the old one. Is like, oh, what have we here? He's going to be telling <laughs> stories. they probably flashback to Donald Glover. Oh, is what I, my, my theory I, is on it. Yes. And that's yeah. how, that's initially how I wanted Solo to start. Me too. I always wanted Solo to start with Harrison Ford and Billy D playing Sabak as old people. And talking about and Chewie being there and talking about the old times and then it flashes back to um, what we get in Solo. That's yeah. what I wanted. So the fans would get best of both worlds. They'll see Harrison and they'll see the transition from what he was young to old. But, you know, that didn't pan out. But they have a chance to do something like that on, on mm-hmm. this thing. Yeah. Totally. Great. Totally. That'd be a good name for the show, the Lando Chronicles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Chronicle. Land- yeah. yeah. Well, I, th- yeah. I heard they're going with smooth as fuck. But oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, don't think I like that. Uh, Listen, that as long as as long as we can go get a deep, deep cut into that cave closet, you knew all those fucking cosplayers are gonna be going crazy. There's gonna be a Lando parade where there's gonna be like thirty five different people, different Landos, and they're all gonna be as like individual unique outfits that he's worn on screen oh, yeah. i would be I, I would love to see that That'd i will be on that parade in that parade and that could have been that could have been the celebration reveal you know how mendo did that for krennic yeah. donald glover walking out in his outfit with a cape oh. on oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. in a, in a custom like excuse me i gotta go in the other room 
second. I'm thinking like that that red and gold like uh, man, like a uh, Mandarin style, but like with the cape and shit, tuxedo. Oh my god, that would have been epic. <laughs> that would that would you know what that I feel like that I, I agree with. You. I think that would have been an epic sneaky surprise reveal because no one would see that coming. No one. Nobody sees that. Everybody can kind of somewhat predict. It's like, oh, they'll probably say this. Oh, well, they'll probably say this. And they really, to make it a true surprise, it has to be genuinely, authentically new. Yeah. And you know, the great thing is that Lucasfilm hasn't debunked these rumors. No one's come out and said, and, he, and, and Glover's camp hasn't either. So there's definitely something to it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Can you? I, I would like to see it end however, season it, however many seasons it is. The last episode, it's him at the beginning of Solo, and the Falcon gets impounded. Oh, He's like, man. fuck, I'm going to have to gamble my way out of this. That's right. There it is. Like That's, there it is. Her, that's the you final episode it. of it right there, and then they come in. That would be so cool. Jimmy, Jimmy, <sighs> Jimmy, this is this is our ticket. This is our this is where we're going to see Nar Shaddai, I think. I think we're going to see some, like, mm. why not, right? Fucking Lando? I want, I want Nar Shaddai to be, like... Blade Runner to be like, mm. yeah, Light, like lights, gambling, oh, the mm-hmm. fucking Vegas mm-hmm. atmosphere everywhere, skyscrapers like yeah. Coruscant. like a mini Coruscant on a moon. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, the Blade Runner reference is dead on. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's that. When I see that, like little like little noodle bars, people hustling and bustling by, everyone trying to scratch by to make a buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, down in the streets. Ah. Oh, and that's that was my that was one so of my good. favorite things about Vegas when we went there is that you could be cruising down uh, whatever hallway from the Mirage going to the next spot and you just could see a couple in a black cocktail dress or an evening gown in a tuxedo next to a couple guys in a pair of golf outfits next to a mm-hmm. dude with PJs on next to a yeah. dude in a bathing suit and nobody cares nobody Everybody, gives a shit everybody's on a different level physically <laughs> and mentally you know what I'm saying. Oh, hey, Vegas is. Uh, oh, I miss. I miss Vegas, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Like Vegas thrives on being near people. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's it. And they're trying to like. Oh, op- they've opened up. You know, and it's no. It's not the same. It's man. not. It's not going to work. No, it's yeah, not. not work. I, I, Golfing I will still that, be all right, I guess. Mm-hmm. Dude, 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 don't worry. We're, no one's going to be passing the hat for golf courses. Trust me. Golf. This. Inadvertently, it, this could be the best thing that's happened to golf because now everybody who has a set of clubs in the freaking shed is like, "Oh fuck, I got my dad's old woods from 1973. I gotta go whip them out and hack the old leather skin around here." That's exactly what I did about through two nice. weeks ago. Nice. Yeah. Jimmy's been Jimmy's been like busy with years. it too. Yeah. I know. I just did it this weekend. I had a golf weekend with my boys. First oh, weekend nice. away, and it feels like he is. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, so speaking of the quarantine and stuff, they, they've had a Comic-Con going on, like Comic-Con yeah. at home or whatever, and they've announced a couple of things with the High Republic. Jimmy, do you want to cover yeah. this stuff with Yeah, it? let's let's meet the Trandosian with the tiny head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so 
freaked me out a little bit. It's a wheel. Well, if you see the graphic, the, the dude just like he's like a really huge body. He's just got a small, you know, small head. That's all. Um, just I guess when I think Trandoshan, I think more of like lizard, lanky style. But this guy is definitely uh, a tank class. If this dude's playing World of he's Warcraft, jacked. you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. jacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This dude is he is all thing. He could be one of the Expendables when they make Expendables 13 next year. Um, <laughs> So this guy that we meet, this Trandoshan, this Jedi Master, Skier, I think his name yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, S-K-E-E, or S-S-K-E-E-R. Uh, um Yeah, no, it's just a, a very, they say, quote, uh, he's a gruff, opinionated Trandoshan who has been around the block more times than he cares to remember. So sounds like a dude that's been, you know, walking the beat forever. Loyal but brutally honest, you can always be sure Skier will tell you exactly what's on his mind. Or maybe a snivy and rhythm rhyme. Ooh. That's not part of the quote. Uh, or so of our Chris and his fellow Jedi think. That's all about the change. This is a Jedi Master with a secret that is tearing him apart. So, head games. Mm. Wow. I, I want to add, like, they sent us some concept art of, of, of him and a, another character, Avar Chris, which we'll talk about in a second, but they're yep. all Jedi. I want to bring up that, like, there's some, like, thing on their belt that looks like you'd possibly put your lightsaber in so like it's it's maybe i'm thinking a holster yeah it's like a holster so that's not clipped on like you you're used to and you just slide it in a holster kind of thing like i don't know what do you guys think about I, that i think that'd be awesome wow like having a holster instead of clipping like you look at avar chris she's got a thing right there that looks like it would fit a lightsaber but she's not holding one so i don't even know maybe he's a big big uh Music festival guy and just a fanny pack. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Got to keep your ID up front, man. <laughs> Got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I, uh, I, I'd like to draw attention, and these these are all from Fanthatrax. Um, the cross guard on his lightsaber is definitely like uh, um, a guard over his knuckles that Ooh, you could certainly yeah. probably oh, use to right beat somebody down with pretty hard. That's cool. Uh, which, you know, make a Trandoshan strength. I would love to see that. That would be cool. Yeah. Trandoshan Jedi would be pretty fucking scary coming at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, seriously. Seriously. And, you know, and I love, like, all the, all the, the garments, like the, the robes and yeah. stuff like that. Like, a lot of leather, a lot of cloth. You know, to give it that older, not medieval feel, but mm-hmm. that more like civilized feel, the more right. civilized age. You feel it's a period piece. Yes, a period piece. Thank you. That's the term. That's the term I was looking for. So the other uh, Jedi that we're looking at here is Avar Chris. Avar Chris. I think it's Avar. That sounds. That sounds better. <clears throat> Human. From what I can tell, uh, she is a wise and compassionate Jedi Master. Plays a major role in the great disaster that opens the story. And we have yet to know what this great disaster is. But if it's anything related to what we read a few episodes ago about that snippet from Chapter 1 they gave out about whatever this asteroid meteor object that was in the hyperspace lane, maybe that's Mm. part of the great disaster. Mm -hmm. Maybe all of a sudden all these things show up at once. Millions of ships across the galaxy all of a sudden just boom, gone. That's big. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That makes sense. That's better than just That'd having be... another Death Star or something, right? <laughs> I know. Right. It's the hyperspace lane Death Star. Get it? 
But she look. She seems really cool. Yeah, um, she seems, seems like, like a typical a, looking like Jedi. You know, like a nice person wearing the nice robes person. and. Uh, but she has that holster thing, and I'm like, man, you could fit a lightsaber in that. It look, it's like uh, elongated. Yeah, yeah, it looks almost like a quiver, actually. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, nice. Makes me wonder. Makes your brain. I mean, the fact that they go through and they give you—you know, you have bracers and you have this tabard-style tunic. Um, like they're really, they're really playing up the whole classic look, medieval, maybe right. Game of Thrones style. Exactly. Exactly. Um, because people are really missing, like you know, like you said with Last Kingdom and Vikings and all that. People really dig that period. They piece sure stuff do. That they do. medieval sure do. Bronze Age, Viking Age era. People like that stuff. I, th- I think this era, like what they're going for, is like a like a frontier kind of thing. Because they're trying, they're going out to the unknown. What to them is the unknown regions at the time, hmm. right? And like I think if you're looking at Star Wars now with you know the current Skywalker saga, like it's all been, it's like Tatooine and stuff. But that's all yeah. unknown to them, you know, five hundred years ago or whatever it is. So I, I think that's a cool setting. I because you can do whatever you sure. fucking want. Like honestly, uh-huh. like it's a frontier. Yeah, <clears throat> you can do whatever you want, and nobody can really talk shit on it. Yeah, <laughs> like there's yes. no there's no precedent. Yeah, so. you don't have to be like oh the Sith do this though. Like what the fuck? No, you <laughs> right, have this. Right, you no. have this wild sect of dark force using you know like i don't know you can do whatever the fuck you want you can do whatever you want yeah man and and that's that's very exciting because you can tell they're really trying to i feel like they're trying to really test the waters out here to like is this the next franchise era that we're going to push in because we have books what will come after that will be graphic novels Mm -hmm. maybe an animation and then live screen TV series, maybe, mm-hmm. but like it would go, definitely go in that order of them investing money in it. Like they want to see if this really hits off. If it hits off with the hardcore crowd, the big readers, like mm-hmm. like myself. If it hits off with those first and kind of spreads, yeah, they'll they'll definitely invest. Yeah, yeah, I think they will. I think they, yeah, will. they will. And I think this could be this could be the whole new and a whole other galaxy. They they're they're working on while Ryan Johnson's working on his new trilogy. Mm-hmm. I I think the 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 big first test though is Ahsoka, right now, like like yeah. they're they're gonna we know they're gonna bring her in live action soon, right. like Mando possibly her Very own soon. thing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which and we're all looking forward to it. We saw the the final season get released, and her part of it is just like everyone was blown away and loved it. Mm-hmm. So they're they're moving forward to live action. And I think this is kind of their test run of being like, okay, this will be cool if we if we can do this with other things, do the books, the animation, then push it to live action, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great strategy though. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, they're not dumb. They're definitely not dumb. <laughs> no, um, but they are very, I'll say, budget budget conscious. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, you, that's you they almost, sure are. I, I have my own my own opinions, and I'm sure yours are, but uh, regarding like Rise of Skywalker and stuff like that. But it feels like it was almost written by a board of people rather than a team of writers. Yes, yes, and that's, I feel the same exact way. That's that's a challenge that Disney's just going to have to overcome. Like you see, Mandalorian, you you feel like Filoni and Favreau really got to take their own direction that they wanted, just them consulting with George Lucas. Mm-hmm. You don't have 
this board of 10 other people. And he was like, oh, I want to see Ray with a new lightsaber. Oh, I want to see Leia wield a lightsaber. We need to go back and make her look young again so we can do it like yeah. we did at the end of Rogue One. But yeah. it always has that anchor. You know, like the, these executives, they just like the anchor of having one of the original characters yeah. tied into it. That's I think yeah, that's... They, it, yeah. yeah, and, and they won't have that now. Right, right, yeah. So like they, they they've been I'm, I don't want to say tied down by that because I think in some instances it actually really is good and it works. But yeah, it, I think it the best thing that some writing, yeah, yeah. You know, I think the best thing that came out of the Mandalorian was the success and how people responded to it, and Favreau doing whatever the hell he wanted to do in the way he wanted to do it, and that shows the board you know quote unquote that disney had that it can work mm-hmm. if you let somebody just have his have focus and tunnel vision of what he wants and don't mess with him just let him do it just just for example the music alone is so not star wars yeah. like night and day it's just uh, it's unbelievable but it it works and it's amazing and it is star wars now so that's how I feel that the movie should go the the direction the movie should go and i think hopefully knock on wood They'll look at Mando and say, "This this can't happen. It can't work. Look at how huge a success it is." Totally. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, Chris, what do you think about the High Republic stuff and going forward? Uh, you know, I'm not going to read that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to live vicariously through Jimmy Dice and let him yeah. tell me what what I need to know. <laughs> you know, I, I ain't got time for that so. shit, mate. I got I got pictures to draw. I don't do words. Come on, there it is. Where me numbers? Where me colored pencils? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I just hope we go somewhere different. And like Raj was just saying, the fucking Mandalorian is so different, but not. You right. know, it's it's hard right. to explain, isn't it? Cause it, it yeah. felt so familiar, but it was so different. Um, and it proves that we can go somewhere mm-hmm. without relying on that original trilogy, Paul and. <laughs> Yeah, even though they did that, Amanda. I mean, the callbacks were crazy how many times they did it, but mm. but it still felt different. Yeah, yeah, it didn't feel completely blatant until no. they were like in my well, until the maybe. episode of you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, that one. Well, they sitting <laughs> in the booth and having his legs kicked up in there. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bad, it was a bad situation. <laughs> I mean, they the Filoni and Favreau were very purposeful about all the stuff that they tied in. Yes. They said it in the gallery episode number yep. eight or whatever. They they said it like, "Listen, this is the Woodrow ice cream machine thing. That we're just going to turn this into a little storage thing. That's now a safe. Like we're, we're just going to insert this in here. We're going to bring R five in here, but we're going to make sure R five has the restraining bolt mark for when his motivator blew. Mm-hmm. Like put in that, that shit. Cool, man. It's it's cool. It's amazing. And you don't do like you, you did in Rise of Skywalker when you're cruising by this bar and it's like zoom in there's John Williams and then we carry on and move on with the rest of the movie <laughs> like don't draw so much attention to it yeah, just yeah, let it yeah, be there yeah. and just move along you know what I mean like yeah, don't yeah. Draw it. by drawing attention to it takes away the specialness of it mm-hmm. uh, well that's what I mean like, it, it felt familiar because it had all these callbacks to everything we knew, but it didn't rely on all these legacy characters. It was brand new stories with brand new characters, which it was just a perfect blend. So mm-hmm. moving forward, I just want more of that. Yep. I think they realize that now, hopefully looking at Mando. So, yeah. So that's the news fellas. That's it. This is more of the high Republic stuff. I missed. I think that was it. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I yeah. mean, we're, I think the coming up is going to be a lot of talk about X wing squadrons, man. I mean, 
we're putting together our own squadron. We're going to be competitive. Dude. Oh, yeah. I think I think each podcast should have their own X-Wing Squadrons group. Oh, yeah. We all, you know, I'm playing. I'm, I'm going to be playing VR. So I'm going to be like, it is. I'm just, I mean, you don't, but you don't have to be good. You just got to play, man. It's all about fun in the game. Is it going to be like how Battlefront is? Like, I just want to walk around and like look at things and not get killed every 20 seconds it's like can i just yeah, fly around and just watch you guys play like in my squad <laughs> in, in my x-wing that's all, that's all i want to do i think like, there'll I be a one player why. and a co-op mode i'm pretty sure sounds all right, all right. right i i think yeah there should just definitely be well who is the guy uh well who who you were talking about a few episodes ago or maybe it was on another podcast where the guy just sets it on super easy mode like ten thousand kills or points yeah. you have to get to and just That'd lets everybody fun. go at it for a while he's just kind of cruising around exploring the death star i was like this is cool see that's what i, I like, want oh, to do genius right. no I, i'm with you <laughs> with yeah. like contra up down left right like, like give me the 99 yeah. lives yeah, yeah, and let me walk yeah. around uh, I left right A B start. Yes, that's it. I uh, I get it right. Play, this um, is the way. This is the way. Game uh, uh, Star Trek Voyager Elite Force, and I would just be like, "Fuck it, I'm exploring Voyager. I'm just cruising around. I'm gonna go punch Garrett Wang in the nuts for almost running over Harrison Ford." <laughs> yeah, right. that's why. That's why I love the Lego games because I can't do this Battlefront shit. I'm like, you right. just get right. killed in like 30 seconds straight. Like that's, that's embarrassing, actually, isn't it? <laughs> I'm done. Uh, what? I want to look at the mountain. Mountain look really nice. Let me. Just yeah. Look <laughs> I want. I want to walk around and see shit. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I like, I like the Lego games. Just get all the cheat codes, so I've got infinity lives, and just walk around, <laughs> exploring stuff. Before the pandemic, I was going to Galaxy's Edge because I have a Disney pass, and oh. I just want. I just want to get in the Falcon again, and just to look around and sit around. I, you know, I've been on the ride a bunch of times. Like, okay, it's awesome. It's great. It's a big video game. I just want to hang out. I want to hang out before <laughs> I, I go. Yeah. Yeah. Have um, you guys been on that? No. Yeah. We were going to. We were all going to go to Disney after dark, I think, because oh, yeah. uh, we all yeah. got tickets for that. That was going to be cool. Um, and I think we were going to try somehow to get in there, but we may try to go separately on our own yeah. at some point down the line, a couple years from now, see how it is. When gamers will love it because it's pretty much just oh, a huge video game. It's oh crazy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, the, you mentioned <laughs> the gamer thing. Like you know, we're all we're all roughly the same age, late nineties, early two thousands when when we were like getting into like Half Life, Quake, Unreal Tournament when those all first came out. And having not been in that for so long, because, you know, you go to college and kids, wife, family, everything else, the graphics on the new games that are out today are... It's crazy. It's uh, it's it's immeasurable. It's yeah. un, un, it's un, unimaginable of what I could have even thought in my head was possible 20 years ago. Looking at Star Wars Battlefront, looking at... Uh, what's the game you guys are playing on PS4? Haas is playing on Blue Harvest 2. Oh, Ghost um, of Tsushima? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So I always, I keep wanting to say Ghost of Sashimi, but uh, that doesn't. I really always work. see his little thing on. Yeah, uh, Stitcher. Like he's playing and Twitch. Yeah, Stitcher. What the fuck? Yeah, Stitcher. <laughs> How much of a gamer I am. It's if yeah, you uh, like anything yeah. samurai, which is essentially Jedi, you love. Yeah, it. it's so good. Oh, great! Yeah, I'll I'll watch him play. I I just hopped on to watch him play. Talk to him. Uh, watch him play the other game that he plays like crazy. It's the zombie game that. Looks amazing, by the way. Uh, all of us or something us? Oh, uh, Last of Us 2. Yes. The Last of oh, Us Last 2. Of us it is okay. really good. Yeah. Yes. yeah, everybody's raving about it. I heard HBO's picking it up for a series. Ooh, I like that. That's yeah. pretty badass. I That's that. pretty badass. I mean, just but when X-Wing Squadrons come out, we're yeah. all going to be playing it. We're all right. going to be streaming it. 
that's gonna be I, i'm yeah. saying podcast there teams be, there should be a scruffy scruffy squadron scruffy one scruffy squadron. one scruffy one <laughs> Cut the banter, Scruffy Two. Cocksucker. We'll do we'll do syphilis one because syphilis sounds like syphilis, so we'll just do syphilis one. Oh yeah, <laughs> syphilis. I like that. I like syphilis three. Uh, yes. Uh, the things you worry Sif- about running in. a podcast. Syphilis coming in. Syphilis diving in. Yeah, that would be good. I got no idea what you guys are talking about. That's all right. It's okay. Syphilis. It's a disease, Chris. It's a disease. <laughs> I know what syphilis is. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. don't just, worry. Just, just this game of shit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, buddy. <laughs> like Jimmy's talking about a fucking Quake or something like 20 years ago, mate. I was yeah, no, smoking weed listening to Deftones, mate. I'm not playing around. <laughs> <I'm> fucking... <laughs> yeah, I didn't play those games either. Uh, the only game I played on a computer, well, if, after Commodore 64, was uh, oh. uh, Mist. Do you guys remember Mist? Oh, dude, that was like 1997, 96 <laughs> okay. maybe. Oh, that game's the best. I always thought like Lost, the show Lost, was a big ripoff of Mist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved it. I mean, I love I love Lost, but the puzzles, the it was a, it was a real mental game. Yeah, it was cool. I don't make I shit it. like that anymore. Oh. I feel so old when I say that, but yeah. it's true. God damn it, Mist was good. Mist was good. Yeah, Mist was cool, man. Well, those were the days. Well, uh, that concludes episode 128 of the Scruffy Looking Podcast. So is, thank you again, Mr. Raj Dolashai, for joining us today on July 26, 2020. It was really awesome having you with us, dude. Dude, this oh. was so much fun. This was really cool. I want to come back. You guys yeah, just dude. like back and talk and have fun and yeah. love it. Yeah. You got to have you guys come on our podcast as well. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Really? I'll I, I come all over your podcast. Yep. <laughs> Every time. Especially be five, four of us plus four or five of you be nine. That is that an orgy? Anyways, it was so nice having you on, man. It was a real pleasure Guess chatting with you. Out. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. Yeah, man. Thank you guys again. Stay really safe and healthy, it. and uh, hopefully we'll all meet each other celebration twenty twenty two. Yeah. And if any yeah. of you guys come down to Southern California, definitely give me a holla. That's after this pandemic. Awesome. Heard in SoCal. Yep. All of you belong with us among the clouds. Bye, cheerio. What does Kevin normally say? Oh, yeah, he says cheerio. <laughs> he says cheerio. 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 <laughs> and then it's my cue, yeah. Wash your hands, wear a mask, don't be a fucking idiot. Come on, see you later. This party's over.